Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. The Cinema Gold Show with your host, Larry Lease. Join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood film and TV news and everything in between. Tune in each weekday on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, before we begin, begin, we'd like to remind you you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Of course, YouTube. Just search The Cinema Gold Show. And of course, as always, smash that like button and consider subscribing if you like our content. And now on to our first topic, one of the most controversial uh, Christmas classics, re-release, went sky high at the domestic box office. Yippee-ki-yay, diehard fans. The legendary action film was re-released in theaters this weekend, just in time for the holiday season. And it seems demand... For Bruce Willis's John McClane to liberate the Nakatomi Plaza from Alan Rickman's Hans Gruber is as strong as ever after the limited release saw the movie bring in just a shy of one million this weekend. Die Hard took in just over $920,000, which, if you're still counting, brings the film's worldwide haul to $142 million, 35 years after its first release. Released in 1988, the film exceeded expectations by generating around $140 million in box office revenue against a $28 million budget. It not only claimed the title of the highest grossing action film of the year, but also secured the 10th spot among the highest grossing films, earning four Oscar nominations. For those, who, for those of you who are somehow unaware of this classic film, the story unfolds during Christmas Eve, when McLean visits his estranged wife, Holly, at the, her workplace, Nakatomi Plaza, a high-rise building in Los Angeles. The festive atmosphere takes a drastic turn when a group of terrorists, led by Hans Gruber, played by Alan Rickman, takes, takes control of the building, intending to steal millions in bear pots. McLean goes on a one-man mission with just a street cop on the radio as backup as he seeks to eliminate the terrorists, free the hostages, and reunite with his wife in time for Christmas. The film is iconic for many reasons, the performances of the two leads, and it was the movie that made Willis into a bona fide action star after playing an ordinary cop caught in an extraordinary situation, while Rickman's Gruber is considered one of the best villains in film history. 
It spawned four sequels with somewhat diminishing critical returns, even if they were a financial success and a debate over whether or not the film qualifies as a Christmas movie. So let us know, is Die Hard a Christmas film? Give us your thoughts. And of course, please do uh, defend your reasoning, whether it is a Christmas movie or it's not. And now on to our next topic, Station 19 is coming to an end with Season 7. Station 19 is coming to an end at ABC as the Grey's Anatomy spinoff is signing off with its upcoming 7th season with an abbreviated 10 episodes. Excuse me. Shonda Rhimes shared a statement on the show's conclusion on her Instagram page saying, quote, Grateful for an unforgettable run, a heartfelt salute to the exceptional cast whose brilliance brought the characters to life, and to the viewers who continued to make it possible. Thank you for the magic, the moments, and the memories. Greg Erwick, president of Disney Television Group, also reacted to the conclusion, saying, quote, For seven seasons, Station 19 has been a highlight of the ABC lineup, thanks to Shonda and Betsy's incredible vision, beloved characters, and compelling storytelling. With showrunners... Zoanne and Peter at the helm of an upcoming farewell season, we have so much to look forward to, most notably the celebration of the show's milestone 100th episode. Station 19 premiered in 2018, focusing on the characters of Seattle Fire Station 19. Similar to Grey's Anatomy, the spinoff has been praised for its portrayal of social issues. The series received a Sentinel Award from Hollywood, Health and Society, as a response to its depiction of systemic racism during season 6. And now on to our next topic. Bruce Campbell addresses the possibility of a burn notice revival or even a movie. Bruce Grant Campbell has addressed the chances of a burn notice revival a decade after the show ended. And if you want to see our uh, review on burn notice, you can check out the video up here. But, um,. With regards to his discussion, Burn Notice aired on the USA Network from 2007 to 2013, and it followed a former spy named Michael Weston, played by Jeffrey Donovan, who was burned by the agency he used to work for and uh, resigns to a life as a private investigator in Miami, while unraveling the mystery of who burned him and why. Best known for his role as Ash Williams in The Evil Dead, Campbell played a retired covert operative named Sam Axe, who acts as Michael's right-hand man. During a recent interview with Collider, a decade after the show ended, Campbell addressed the chances of a Burn Notice revival. Outside of Ash, Sam Axe is a character that Campbell would like to revisit. And he even shared... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. An elaborate pitch for how to reintroduce his character. Saying, quote, Oh, burn notice 100%. I know how to reintroduce the character of Sam X. He'd be willing, winning the Hemingway lookalike. 
contest down in the Keys. We find him in the middle of winning the contest. He's got the big beard. He's living the good life down in the Keys. Then they have to drop him away from that. Frisco I would do again, because now he would be a lawyer in San Francisco in the 20s, driving cars around, and you find out that maybe he's got a kid with Dixie Cousins. Maybe you find out who killed Lord Bowler with Lord Bowler's son, who we didn't know. So maybe the two sons team up to find out who killed this guy. Maybe Frisco saddles up again, and maybe it hurts a little in the saddle. There's a lot of stuff you can do. There's also plenty of shows I would not revisit. I don't think I need to go back and do more Knott's Landing. No one needs that. So what are the chances of a Burnt Notice revival? Campbell was asked about the possibility of a Burnt Notice revival in light of another USA show, Suits, becoming the surprise hit of the summer on Netflix, spending 13 consecutive weeks in the streamer's top 10. After dominating Netflix's viewership charts, it was announced that a new Suits TV was in the works. From creator Ann Korsh, which would be neither a reboot nor a revival, but a new story set in the same universe. Other than a revival, Campbell said, quote, it's also time for some Burn Notice movies. In 2011, the character received his own prequel movie, Burn Notice, The Fall of Sam X, which follows his final days as a Navy SEAL before retiring to Miami. There has also been a series of Burn Notice tie-in no novels by Todd uh, Goldberg that expanded on the world of the show. Burn Notice has a long way to go before recapturing the public consciousness like Suits did on Netflix. For starters, Burn Notice isn't even available on the streaming service. If it ever finds itself dominating, dominating the streamer's viewership charts, perhaps Burn Notice could be the next USA show to receive the, the Suits treatment. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. Are you a fan of Burn Notice? Did you watch it? Would you want to see a new Burn Notice movie or another revival let us know and now on to our final topic showtime is rebranding as paramount plus and this is what you need to know showtime one of the most trusted premium cable channels this side of hbo is rebranding the channel owned by paramount global is officially set to relaunch with a new name in january 2024 get ready for paramount plus with showtime this is a title that the company had already been leading into on the streaming side but now the long-standing cable channel is taking on the new branding as well. For better or worse, it's a corporate synergy move. On January 8th, Showtime will officially rebrand as Paramount Plus with Showtime. So anyone who subscribes to the channel will need to be aware of the title change. That means the cable channel will have the same name as the company's top-tier streaming offering. Paramount Plus also has an essential plan with ads that does not feature Showtime's original series. In a press release, Paramount explained, the move aligns the brand with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. A cornerstone integration for the streaming service, making this the first of its kind multi-platform brand that integrates streaming in linear content. That's a very jargon-heavy statement, but essentially, it's about the streaming-focused future. Paramount needs to lean into the Paramount Plus name, and Showtime can help, help it do that. To that end, Showtime cable subscribers are not going to be granted access to the Paramount Plus with Showtime streaming package. The big difference is that certain Paramount Plus originals will now be made available to those who subscribe to the linear version of Showtime. Halo, Mayor of Kingstown, Star Trek Discovery, Wolfpack, and the upcoming Sexy Beast will be available to Showtime subscribers in January via streaming apps of pay TV partners. 
It seems the idea is to try and entice Showtime cable subscribers to go all in on Paramount Plus by showing them what's available on the streaming side. To that end, a launch campaign announcing the rebrand will air on Showtime channels to drive awareness among viewers. That awareness might be needed. Showtime originally launched back in 1976 and has been a staple of the premium cable landscape for decades. It's been home to hit shows such as Dexter, Weeds, and Queer as Folk, among many others. For those who are not entrenched in the ins and outs of the streaming landscape, this rebranding strategy runs the risk of being confusing to the average viewer. The fact that Paramount Plus with Showtime is the name of both the channel that used to just be Showtime and the company's top-tier streaming offering is a bit confusing, given they aren't the same thing. Paramount Plus also doesn't have the same recognition in the streaming game as, say, Netflix or Disney Plus either. And it certainly doesn't help that the company has already dealt with a major rebranding when CBS All Access became Paramount Plus years ago. The transition from traditional TV to streaming has not been easy. In the short run, aside from the name change, it means that those who pay for Showtime will have access to more programming. In the long run, it's kind of the first nail in the coffin for Showtime, the cable channel as we know it. Looking ahead, Showtime has a stacked lineup of shows, including The Woman in the Wall, Fellow Travelers, The Curse, Yellow Jackets, and Your Honor. Showtime originals premiering in 2024 include A Gentleman in Moscow and The Department. So let us know your thoughts on Paramount Plus and its rebrand as Paramount Plus with Showtime. And of course, if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. Or excuse me, buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. It's buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support can help the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring a new host, be able to pay them, and hopefully one day take this show on the road. As always, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.